Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. It's a Guy Jeans podcast. If you live in the Ventura 805 area, you know this legendary band. They've been playing and writing music for well over 40 years. Many friendships, relationships, marriages, kids, and grandkids have come to fruition because of this iconic and legendary Ventura band. Their music is an original Ventura sound combining rock and blues with a tinge of country beachy vibes. Their chemistry and vibe on stage is what everyone comes to see and feel. How did they get started? How does the band stay together for so long? What is it about this band that makes it work so well? Well, you're about to find out. It was such a pleasure and an honor to sit down with these dudes and talk about Ventura, their music, the surf rodeo and life. I hope you enjoy this one, you guys. All right, you guys, welcome to the show. I'm sitting here in surf rodeo headquarters with some local legends yeah. here from Ventura. I've got the boys from Raging Arb and the Redheads. Hey, and who, hey. who am I sitting here with? My name's Ross Emery. I'm the original drummer. And I grew up with JD and Arb, and I'm still alive. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm JD Drury and uh, singer, I guess you can call that. Singing. Sanger. <laughs> and you, Raging Arb. And I'm John House. Raging, Raging. Arb. Right on. I play bass. So how long have you guys been together? I would say, I mean, what? 40 years? It's got to be at yeah. least, right? Yeah. We started I, I, in the 80s. Our I'm bad with dates and stuff, but... Um, I want to say at least... At least, least four years. <laughs> a <little> zero. <laughs> at least 39 or 40. It's been a long time. So yeah. one of the things I wanted to ask you guys was, you know, how did, how did it start? Like, did... JD come over and say, "Hey, let's uh, let's get a band together." Or did you do that, Ross? Or how did the, how did this whole band start, man? You guys, how did that go down? Well, um, truly, this is how we, we're like we're a boy band. We're like Menudo or NSYNC <laughs> or whatever because we were assembled. Um, Chris Bird, who was we were all on the beach, Pierpont, and just surfing and skating and doing whatever. Um, we wanted to start a band, and Chris Bird was the the go to guy because he. Could, sing and play guitar and all that so he said get me a six pack of beer and a half pint of tequila and i'll teach you guys how to play <laughs> in That's our awesome. garage yeah. yeah so we went in the garage and um he literally said well ross you have a half drum kit or you don't have a bass yet or you have a guitar so we'll yeah. get you a bass later yeah. and then and then same thing with Toby, because he had a guitar, and he's JD, you're a ham, so you'll be singing. <laughs> so we were all, like, appointed. Our, our is, that, is that really how, it, yeah. really you guys were appointed uh, like yeah. that? Is yeah. this how it's going to go? And yeah. none of us, awesome. not one of us knew how to play. So it was, we just learned from the ground up right there. So was this his idea? Like, his kind of thing, or you guys wanted to do it? I think we wanted I, to do it. 
and we kind of hit him. Well, up. I would say JD was a pioneer, but I mean, we grew up with Bird in these bands, watching them getting hot chicks, drinking and having fun <laughs> on the beach. Yeah, you know, we were out of high school, going this would work. And my my reme- my brain memory. Remember, it's called memory. There it is. There it is. <laughs> JD came back from Australia or, or Bali with this redhead thing and said, "Let's start a band." I think, and then Bird and all that. Or something. Oh, oh, well, yeah, no. We, during the punk rock, some of the punk rock bands out of Oxnard and Ventura, we we were we jokingly came up with a drunken name, Raging Arbor and the Redheads, and we were hanging with all the punk bands, and uh, they would let us play. We had just jokingly would get up on the mic and bass and drums and all that and play with them, and uh, so that was yeah, you're right. There was that. And then I guess we got serious, man. And then we went to Chris Bird. So we really want to learn this stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing too is, you know, like JD said, the Nardcore thing was going on, aggression and all those bands. Yeah, I and I don't know at what point. I mean, we didn't go punk. Some of our stuff was influenced, but we were more Southern Rocky, rockabilly-ish. And JD was Frank Sinatra. Arb was, you know what I mean? <laughs> and we put it all together. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Is that how you remembered Arb? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much it. Yeah. So, what was your guys' first gig? Can you remember? I say uh, Colony Kitchen. Yeah, wasn't Col- it? Colony Kitchen. We played yeah. uh, Ramones. It was called. It was Ramones, called Ramones. Colony <laughs> Kitchen, which is. And we were all under eighteen. Where, where was the, Where's the Colony Kitchen? I don't remember it's that. It's where the Big Bear Diner is now. Oh, oh Carol's. That was Old your Carol's. first gig right there, inside there? And when from Pierpont, we just walked there. There, but, was a, there was like a little bar in the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We play, they booked us two nights in a row, Friday, Saturday, and the cops came and ambulance came to both nights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it packed, too? You, yeah. Isn't yeah. that awesome? They had 69-cent cocktails, and people would just get blasted. Yeah. Every time we'd play, just that's you know, and we played six songs over and yeah. over and over. You know, it's yeah. kind of cool though. Like you guys are learning your instruments, learning how to play, still. but you still had a following. Yeah. You know what I mean? People just came, and then yeah. eventually, clubs are going, "Hey, can you guys play here? We need to make some money, man." Well, you that's know? what I, that's what sure. I yeah. joke about. We were never good, no. but we sold fucking beer. The theater, we got kicked out of the theater six times, but they kept bringing us back because we would bring people that would drink. We were, you yeah, know. making money. They were making money, man. Yeah, we came in, we came in hot with a bunch of people, so and they would just yeah. start boozing. And the bar, the bar was making incredible money, so yeah, they would have us back. Yeah, yeah. So that you guys didn't play like any like garage parties or anything like that before you played the Colony Kitchen, or you guys went straight to the Colony Kitchen? No, 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 no. Our very, very, very first gig yeah. was on Fourth, Fourth of July. Of July. Okay, and we played on Shelburne Lane. Infamous. And I, yeah. I, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, uh, I think it was Twenty Flight Rock. Whatever the song was, it started out with bass, and then yeah. drums, and then guitar, and then vocal. Like it kind of did this staggered thing mm-hmm. and I during like when we were practicing it and everything I didn't notice that part right so, so the song kicks off I swear this come is on true. everybody come mm-hmm. on everybody right okay so the song Gene kicks Vincent. off and I'm like listening and like okay there's, there's the, okay there's the drum oh, oh shit oh shit that's building up and I'm gonna be the last fucking guy to oh man <laughs> 
And so I would just get more and more nervous by the time I had to blurp out something. Uh-huh. I'll never forget that. And yeah, so yeah, that was our first live performance was on 4th of July at Shelburne Lane. So you guys want to talk about that 4th of July? Is that the one, the, the famous one where things went down? That was, was a that, few years later. That was a few years later? We had, a, we had some stuff under our belt at that point. Uh-huh. <laughs> More attitude and cockiness. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, Jed was, wasn't counting down; he was just rolling. That was that was a that was a big deal, right? Yeah. There was some stuff went down, and that was on the yeah. news. It yeah. was Arb's mom. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. Ventura police broke her arm, and it was just a big mess. Whoa, really? Yeah. Oh my God! Is that yeah, when uh, were, AK, is that it, when AK yeah, got arrested? Yeah, yeah it was. A, it was just a big <laughs> fiasco. You know, no one person was at fault, really. It was just yeah. like, what the heck? It was 4th of July. Yeah. It was mayhem. Full force, man. Yeah. So each year, it was getting bigger and bigger as we'd play. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, one thing led to another. Then they stopped doing fireworks. Yeah. So being a fan of your guys's, you know, for so many years, there's like a, you know, when I go see you guys play, there's like a certain energy that is there. And what do you guys think that is? What what is that energy? I'm not the only one feeling it. Everybody else in the crowd is feeling it. There's a there's this band playing, and I can't describe it, but it's a it's a super positive, fun, everybody's partying type of a thing, and the energy's high. What do you, what do you guys? How, how does that even happen with you guys? What what makes that? Well, thank you, number one. I mean, we're yeah. fans of yours too, yeah. and you know that's the million dollar question. Because, I, think, I mean, yeah. it starts with Jade. To me, it starts with J.D.'s charisma. Mm-hmm. He gets them going. And then sure. we kind of back them up. And the way the magic works, shall yeah. we call it? Yeah. It's different. Yeah. I mean, you know, we got Guy and Eric playing with us the last time we played. And it was just, the yeah. energy was incredible. Yeah. You know, Toby and Billy. I mean, mm-hmm. that's original, like, you know, and Pinner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now, now my daughter's playing with us, and it's a whole different vibe. Her and JD are just having yeah. fun up there. That's you know? awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it starts with him, JD. You know, like somebody's got to, something's got to give, right? When you're playing, and either the band has just got to do their best, and hopefully the crowd starts to react. Mm-hmm. But eventually, both parties start in golfing into a musical yeah you know uh energy thing and uh i think i think it starts with the band and then you hope that the crowd's going to get into it and then the booze starts to kick in and (laughs) (laughs) so So it it, it arrives not necessarily right away yeah but it it gets when it does and you can tell it's simmering and brewing and so are you feeling that? Like when you're up on stage, are you feeling that from the crowd and then that kind of boosts you and then it kind of keeps growing and growing? Is that what's happening? Well, my little trick is... Uh, there's, <laughs> there's definite <laughs> energy from the from the people that yeah. gets everybody yeah. fired up. Yeah. 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 I, don't look at, I don't look at somebody that's a dud. Right. If there's, there could be one guy, girl, whatever sure. out there that's stoked yeah I'll, i'm i'm playing to that person they don't know it but i'm like yeah. there's some good energy coming right out that person yeah i'll shut out any nego you know and go <laughs> and nice. just zone in on that person yeah yeah that's not easy to do man you know as a front man yeah yeah for sure as you know yeah the you know i had a conversation with um 
Scotty Morris from Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. He was on my podcast. Love Scotty. And uh, he was saying, you know, back in the 90s, you know, who was the, who, he asked me the question. He's like, who were the big three bands in, in the 90s in the Ventura scene? And I, of course, said you guys. And I was kind of like going, I don't know. You know, he's, I go Lion Eyes. He's all 100%. Lionized. And then he's all Spencer the Gardener. And, uh, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. I totally can get that, right? And then he says, um, he's all, I would go and study you guys. He's all, I would go watch you guys, man. I would watch you guys play. And the question I just asked you guys, the same question, he would say, what is making, what, what is going on here? What is making Raging Arb work? What is making Lion Eyes work? Why is, why is they're completely, they're different types of music, but for whatever reason, it's working. And he's like, I I just would study you guys. You know, I got the horns. I've got the guitar now. You know, I've got, you know, that kind of quirkiness, like, you know, that Spencer has. And he's all, I've, I kind of combined all three bands. And that's what kind of Big Bad Voodoo Daddy is. Wow. Isn't that a trip? Yeah. Yeah. I that thought is. that was pretty cool, man. What yeah. an honor, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I remember when we used to play with you guys. I mean, I'm not a big reggae guy. Yeah. But I liked your guys' stuff. I mean, it was like, boom, you'd get up and just go. Right. You know what I mean? And, and we would cross over. Your people would come to our shows and they would fill it with JD. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, vice oh, versa. Sick. So They would see Bobby running off climbing in the tree. <laughs> climbing <laughs> in the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> I think along those lines of back then during that time period when you guys were playing to a guy mm -hmm. with all those bands we all had that mystical vibe of people coming to see us it was it was natural right it wasn't like you didn't have to go there and be somebody or it was just a tribe of people that just loved to come out and see local music being played yeah. that's that's my kind of thought process on it you know and, and thinking about that too it was a beach community mm -hmm. we'd all go to oil piers and surf and hang out mm -hmm. we'd come home and go see you guys or they'd see us or was it it wasn't like there was 10 nightclubs in ventura like there are yeah. now you know right. it was a couple clubs we would play you guys would play the next yeah. night or vice versa yeah and the law was different back then. You know, people are afraid to go out now. Yeah. You know, you get a drunk driving over two drinks, and back yeah. then it was like... Yeah. One of the things that I admired about you guys was your marketing. <laughs> and uh, That's JD right there. You know, the, the marketing was... I mean, this is before internet. This is before social media. And you guys would always, you know, you go around town and you see these killer flyers, man. Uh, I would be yeah, like, Toby. dang it. Toby. What was that? Toby was I was just art. like, God, you know, these, these, uh, the, the marketing was insane. Me and you Toby would be putting up flyers everywhere in town. Right? Yeah, just yeah. grassroots. Yeah, he, Toby would have such a good spin on it, too. Like, just, you know, the corn cob girl. Or <laughs> yeah. the, just all, and so many fun ones. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that redhead, you can see him a mile away, you know? Yeah. That, that's a great, the, yeah. I mean, what a classic logo. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't get any better, you know? That's we were, me and Toby were putting up flyers once, and this guy walks out of the restaurant, and he looks at, down at Toby, and he's stapling him up to the thing. He goes, what are you doing? You can't <laughs> put that up here. And Toby just turned around and just laid into him and goes, what are you talking about? I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> he goes, we're promoting our band. If you don't like it, split. You know, and it was just a trip. He was, <laughs> oh, people would tear him down. We'd get pissed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. He would, yeah. 
Because there's a lot of labor putting that yeah, stuff up, yeah. man. So, would you guys have, did you guys have a mailing list too, or was it just always word of mouth? It was word of back mouth. In the day. Yeah. Word of mouth. Mail, huh? It was pre mailing list. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, just yeah. hang up flyers and posters and. Yeah. I mean, as you know, back then there was always wanting to go out on Friday and Saturday night. You know what I mean? People yeah. were looking for stuff. Yeah. Now it's just uh, you have so many options. Do I go here? Do I go there? Uh huh. You know. What do, what what do you guys describe your music as? Like, what 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 is it a style? Is it like like when you when I think of it, I think of like Ventura, of course, <laughs> right? But I also hear like country, rockabilly, rock, blues, kind of all kind of this giant mix, right? Is am I right on the right track? Yeah. Is that yeah. I mean, what do you guys describe it as? I think I think you know uh, some of our influences are the Clash, Sex Pistols, then you know rockabilly stuff, Robert Gordon, Stray Cats, Stones, um, mm -hmm. then, yeah, 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 the yeah, Stones, big time. So yeah, you know you I mean you take you mix that stuff together and really that's, that's what you get. Uh, those were all our influences, all those bands. I call it beer drinking music, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> So there's a there's a story I remember one of you guys telling me years ago about KLOS. Does anybody want to like talk about that? That whole story, like how we got what, in there? Yeah, like what how what went on I'll there? I gotta go to the restaurant. <laughs> well, you know when like yourself, you know all the bands in Ventura, the scouts yeah. were coming through and they grabbed yeah. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy and a few SP yeah. bands. Yeah. And at that time. Um, we were, Rod Ensminger was representing the Redheads, and he was our buddy and stuff, and um, he got us in, went to the door at KLOS and gave him our CD. Okay. They started playing our stuff. Right. You know what I, I mean? I remember, yeah. And it was like, what the heck? Yeah. And, um, you know, unfortunately, there was some decisions that were made to go with Hartley, Mark Hartley. Okay. managed the band, and he gave us one of his guys, Scott something. And, um, so you guys went with that agency? Yeah. Okay. And they're from Ventura, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, they were right. at the time. And, uh, Mark, great guy, great company, as you know. Yeah. Fitzgerald Harley. And, um, you know, we kind of sat on the shelf and we kind of looked back and we, we had some momentum going on. Yes. But then, you know, uh, Billy ended up in jail, prison, and we had to make some changes with a guitar player. And then just some changes. I mean, you know how things are. Sure. And looking back on it, Rod had the just raw energy getting knocking on doors, you know, like, and, and we yeah. shifted gears, unfortunately, unfortunately. Yeah. And, uh, but we got some airplay and a lot of recognition. I remember I was watching the, I was at the Stones concert, had a redhead shirt on in the bathroom and some dudes, oh, oh man, redheads. I just heard those guys on KLOS today. It's huge, man. Yeah. It was yeah. like, what the heck? And I'm like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. You know, what was it like when you heard yourself on the radio? Uh, that was, was a trip. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Oh that's when people listen yeah. to the radio, you know, and that's yeah. when, like, KLOS was huge. Wow. For sure. Oh. Yeah, we, we used to get some American play on K-Tide, Santa Barbara. That was yeah. good, you know, with yeah. Spencer and you guys yeah. and everybody. Yeah. But when that hit, it was like, whoa. Yeah. You know, they yeah. did a Hang in the Balance, and that was Mary uh -huh. Kay came in on that, and her pipes were just, like, out front. KLOS mm -hmm. when they were playing us. They played yeah. a little bits and pieces of that whole record. What was that yeah. like, J.D., hearing your voice on the radio for the first time? Oh, man. I, the, my best 
one of my best moments, like with the band, you know, like nowadays we just play to have a really good time. Sure. But um, when you're young and you're coming up and you think, well, where's the journey taking us, right? Yeah. I was going, I had a, we had like four or five, six people in a car. We were going to go see the Stones at the Rose Bowl. And we had Kayla West on. And I, I think it was Bruce Springsteen, then Raging Arbor the Red, like, like noontime nugget thing, right? It was Bruce Springsteen, Raging Arb, and then like Guns N' Roses or something. <laughs> and the guy, the DJ was like, I well, want to play you a little something. You know how uh-huh. they DJs pick or whatever. Yeah. And they friggin' picked us. And oh, you, were dri- you were driving? Driving to, oh, to the Rose Bell to go watch sick. the Stones. And then I'm like, no. There you are! Oh my God! It was so That's magical, awesome. and um, I'm like, well, that was a swear sandwich. We had Springsteen on one side, <laughs> and then Guns and Roses. It was pretty, pretty special. So that, that felt that, that felt amazing. And yeah. then they and then they got sold like a week later. Oh, they did. KLOS got sold, and then the <laughs> DJ and everything went kaput because oh. we were gaining momentum. Uh-huh. We really were. Right, right. So yeah, I self-titled. I call myself swinging a miss. Yeah, it, you know what? It makes me so stoked to hear uh, like a, a band from Ventura on the radio. You know, I mean, just like well, hearing Big Bad is like yeah. Whoa. The, the first time I heard yeah. that, I was like, sweet. I think it was in Colorado or something, yeah. and they came on. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, now you right. now I hear them all the time. Yeah, it's like wow. Scotty's so, done everything from the Super Bowl to. Yeah, he's played all over the place. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So who else is playing in the band now? Well, um, my daughter's playing Addison Emery. Yep. You know, I taught her how to play drums, and Toby taught her and Ruby how to play guitar. And then uh, Toby kind of shifted gears, and it was a natural for Addie to come in. We had Guy Martin and Eric Lemaire. Eric's, uh-huh. Eric's dad passed of COVID, so Eric kind of took a break. Oh. So then we kind of got Addie in, right? Yeah. I mean, just for over the years, over I mean, look how long we've been playing. So somebody's going to fall down or whatever and, and you know so we, it's been great having a revolving door now and again mm-hmm. so I mean Guy Martin's probably played with us and Eric for 25 yeah. years over easily you know, the course of time yeah so yeah on and off well yeah. when Toby he went on he traveled for a year with Guy Jackass. came in and um, played with us right you know and made it more bluesy and we kind of yeah. did it about a year we played with him yeah and then, um, yeah. Our last show, Guy and Eric were playing with us. Yeah. Amazing. So, Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of a cool mix, huh? Yeah, I think for me and Arb, you know, and JD yeah. too, I mean, to have these two guitar players that are totally playing off each other in the harmonica, I'm just sitting back with Arb. We're, like, we're like, this <laughs> is what it's about, having fun. Right. We were in Camarillo, didn't know a lick of people out there. And we did this show, and it was outside. It was like, okay. Yeah, when we get when we were done, bro, with sympathy for the devil, uh-huh. Eric and Guy going off in the harmonica. When we were uh-huh. done, I'm all man. I feel sorry for the next band coming up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they they held their own. Yeah, yeah they it did. Was, it was Dave oh, Ray. Yeah. Those guys. They're Dave good. Ray kills it. Oh, yeah. So it, and then you guys have a harmonica player that plays with you, uh, Jason, right? Or, yeah, Jason yeah, Frazier, Jason, Frazier. yeah. Anybody else playing? Did you guys come in? We had Bill right. Benson for a short time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He played with us. Uh-huh. Yeah, when he was playing, yeah. it was more crosy, man. He had a, that flavor in yeah. there. It was just uh-huh. amazing. It's it's crazy what a different guitar player can add to yeah. a group, huh? 
just that yeah. next layer yeah and make it sound yeah like they, have, they have their own sound yeah you know you can't really say oh we don't say you need to sound like this i mean of course they're going to try and follow yeah a little flavor of raging r but yeah they're going to put their own spin on it so it's great you know are you guys writing any songs we just recorded two covers um i've been putting the pen to the paper i've been trying yeah yeah trying to get some new creative energy going nice yeah Harb can it's, write. It's He's a good songwriter. Yeah. So yeah. what what uh, what's your favorite song that you've written for Rage well, and Definitely Pick Up the Pieces was a good one on, on the CD, the self-titled CD that mm -hmm. we did. That was one that me and Toby and another guy worked on from the band The Broken Homes. I don't know if you've heard of them. But uh, I just... I. Didn't have time, but now that I'm retired, I've had got a little more time to do things because yeah. I, I was, you know, starting my family and sure. working 50 hours a week. And so a lot of time I put the band on the back burner and didn't participate. I mean, I'd show up for the gigs and do my thing, but mm -hmm. writing was out of the question. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, you know what it's like raising kids. You get exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. got other things to worry about. Dude, I took a 10 year break. A 10-year wow. break, man. From, from no a, music. From no music, playing music. Man, I, I got kind of, I was a little bit bitter. What, you know, yeah. just for... It happens. Uh, yeah. Well, just, just, you know, things happening with bands and the music industry and getting sued and, you know, all the crap that goes along with being in a band, you know, and Ouch. that sort of thing. So I was just like, ugh. And I took a 10-year break and then, uh, you know, Bruce Conaway's uh, wife called me up 10 years later and said, hey, I'm, I'm, I want to see if you got, if Lion Ice could get back together and do a show at the Ventura Theater for breast cancer because she had breast cancer, you know? Well. And so that got us all back in and I was were like, oh, that for, one or is that a different one? Uh, the, the second one. Yeah. I think you guys were there. Yeah. yeah uh, we played the first one with Spencer and then the second oh, one with yeah. you guys. And uh, that got me all fired up again, you know, yeah. play music again. Well, this is yeah. kind of fun. But the funny thing was, you know, like when you're playing all the time, you're like in good shape, right? And so, you know, like we were running around on stage, you know, you know, back in the day, you know, we're all skinny and all in shape and everything. And then we, we played that show 10 years later when we're running around and me and Bobby are all, uh, uh, like seriously, like dude. hurting, man. Bobby Kim's all, dude, like, you know, when we're on stage, it was fun, man. Yeah, yeah. it was good time. Grasping times. for air. Yeah, to totally. Like seeing that verse, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I was winded the last gig. Jeez, it was hot. <laughs> yeah. It was hot, and then like, oh man, run around. You can't run and sing. It's hard. well, you can, but you gotta. You're right. You gotta I play to more sit, gigs than once a month. I get to sit down, but so, still, man, it's like. So I'm a, a little youngster, probably I don't know, sixteen or seventeen, and I go into Salzers, and I'm looking through the records and stuff and i'm like pull this thing out and like raging arm and the redheads oh, shit. and it was it was the young tykes man with the picture of you guys at the Pierpont there record. it is right there man yeah and i was JD like made these shirts i mean that that is that is a amazing picture for one yeah you know of all you guys and um the question i had for you guys was all the songs on that record uh original songs that you guys wrote too or did you guys how did that all go down yeah they're all yeah. originals on isn't that. that amazing we didn't do one cover on that no. is that amazing yeah. yeah dude i mean how old were you guys 
We were so green when we 18, did that. 18, 19. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, we're probably five bands five years into it, right? So we're yeah. probably 20, 23, 24, right? Mm-hmm. Right around there. We started 17, 18. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, how cool is that? I mean, honestly, to, to make a record... You guys are that young, all originals. That's not easy to do. No, we yeah. were blessed. Yeah. We were blessed. We had a little momentum. Yeah. And then Arb's girlfriend, Kristen. Financed it. She talked to her dad and goes, Dad, this yeah. band. No is, way. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of yeah. So awesome. Totally. This band is amazing. I'll manage them, Dad. He, he goes, all right, I'll fund it. And, and we went into Goldmine Studios. And you know how, I mean, that was to walk in the studio and oh, record. Like, Whoa. Yeah, it was, it you guys was were tripping crazy. on that. Chris Bird had to tune our guitars and drums. <laughs> <laughs> we like, was was Jeff Cowan doing? Oh the, yeah, yeah nice. oh yeah. yeah. Jeff Cowan. We had all like a lot of pros come by and help us, like yeah, Mark Andes, <laughs> Jimmy Christie. Oh really? All, yeah. All, of, yeah. Man, all our mentors in the sure. mentor music scene yeah. would come and and help us. You know, tune the guitars, tune the drums. Jim Christie tune my drums in the studio. That's so cool. Sixty three yeah. Ludwig. Yeah. So what's your guys' favorite song, all-time song, that you guys play? Do you guys have a favorite that you play from that album or, you know, ones that you guys have written in the past? Do you guys have a favorite song that you guys, like, oh, this is a killer song, I'm stoked to play it, or you guys, oh, not this song again? (laughs) (laughs) You know, oh, man, I think it moves around a little bit, but Strut, people love Strut, and that's the most simple friggin' song we do. But it sounds dun, awesome. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun, dun. yeah, that's yeah. still on the set list at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, right? dude, guy, the funny thing when you when you say that, so uh-huh. our influence in that song was the, the Bombers, the okay. Rhythm and Blues Bombers. We oh, would yeah. go on the bowling alley, watch them, and just like you know, Jim Christie played yeah. and all the boys. Oh yeah. But it's funny because you say what your favorite song is. My favorite song isn't even on our set list, and we try to put it on there. Guy even tries to do it. What we is do, it? We'll do a set list. <laughs> well, monster, you know what oh, I mean? Just mess with you. We do it to mess with JD. So we write this song list, and you can appreciate this. JD does not follow the song list. No, never. <laughs> we we <laughs> just like, dude, one time I got pissed, and I caught myself. I'm all, oh, yeah, Addy doesn't even know that song. <laughs> but JD, remember, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just funny, like yeah. Well, Ross Ro- will just kick it off, and yeah. then everybody will start. I'm like, you son of a. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're feeling the energy, and you're like, oh, let's do this song. This one would be better right now. Yeah, right? yeah. I get it. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> but then he knows that you know, monster. That's one of our songs, and like, that's a tough no. one. But, Talking so, about speed and breathing, it's it's that's a fast song. It is. So I'm going to share a story with you guys. You know, we were playing one time in. Uh, at who songs, or who sings? Yeah, who oh, sings? What the name was oh that place? Is it who sings? I think who sings? Who sings? Who sings? No, it's who sings. Who yeah, sings? So who songs is in Mexico? Yeah. So we were playing who sings, you know, down there by the Ventura Harbor, and uh, you know it was just packed, and there's all these people in there and everything. We're playing. We we sucked as well, and but there was just packed, you know. Was it lionized? Yeah, lionized. Okay. And so we're playing in there and everything, and uh, uh, my friend. I've never seen this happen. I'm going to ask you guys the same question, but I've never seen this happen. But uh, my friend comes in and it's packed, right? And so my friend grabs a chair and he pulls it to like go sit down. And while he's doing that, he pulls it out while another guy is sitting down, right? And he falls down, 
right? Wait, wait, wait. So, so your friend grabbed a chair. Grabbed a chair. Oh, somebody else's. And it was somebody else's chair. And he wasn't looking. He just kind of oh. grabbed the chair and pulled it. And he was going to sit in it. But oh. while he's doing it, this other dude, big dude, falls down, right? And oh. He gets up. And my friend doesn't even see this guy. And this guy just cracks him, right? Oh. And I, I shit you not, you guys, it was like a spaghetti western in there. <laughs> just a tornado. <laughs> like, like it was just, people were just waiting to like fight. It was the, I'm, you know, on my keep on the stage just going, oh my God. And just, food like, fight. And then it was both, insane. Like I've never seen anything like that ever before. Anyway, it ended up in this huge thing and we were never allowed to play there again. <laughs> did you keep playing the song did you yeah. guys ever stop we stopped we because yeah. had, had, it was too crazy but has anything like that happened with you guys like can you guys think of like any crazy stories what's the craziest thing that's ever happened that you guys can think of? god what hasn't oh, happened everything i mean there's been guns gone off yeah <laughs> somebody got shot yeah, yeah. we had this older <laughs> we had this older guy named Cadillac and he died on the dance floor right in front of us no way and oh I remember yeah. I remember yeah. that guy yeah. he used to do the lights yeah, yeah. he, was he passed away the coolest guy he oh. dropped and just fucking he was at Bermuda Triangle he the yeah. lights for you guys right you'd go like that and you'd look over in the corner and you'd like go ding dong yeah. ding dong yeah. ding dong but he was probably stoked so stoked right just he what a way to go out right God, he was so energetic. When you say who who sings, I have a very good memory of that awesome. place. I don't know. I'll I'll keep it PG, okay. And as you know, who sings? It's a whole different world down there. The odor, the this, and yes, that. It's like right. something gets in people's right. heads. So these two girls, these two girls, you guys might remember, they were dancing, and this one girl goes down on the other girl right in front of us. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm missing a beat and messing up. JD's looking at me, what are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> and I remember the, those two. Uh -huh. They were they were married. They uh -huh. had, I mean, it was yeah. just like crazy. Right. Because they kept going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we kept playing the song. Yeah. Yeah. And I would see you them romantic melody. I would see them both, uh, you know, at other gigs and stuff. I'd just be like, you know, give them that look like, oh, shit. Stay away there from them. What about you, JD? Can you remember um, anything? Oh man, I you know there's so many. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, was when we played Ramones Colony Kitchen, and that was so <laughs> so gnarly to, to have cops and ambulances, people two nights in a row just from fights and yeah, just getting drug out of there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that kind know, of I can't stuff. really any. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, those Ramones People. gigs are crazy. Remember, like when Lissa would be there, and yeah. and yeah, they'd be they'd be hanging from the fucking. There was like a <laughs> Gina Salcedo. Yeah. What are those things called that people Ralph have a chandelier? Chandeliers. <laughs> there'd be people hanging on the chandelier. The chandelier would be like rocking in front of the stage and there'd be three or four people on it and, and just it was just mayhem just craziness in there but it was all like fun good energetic stuff i know? think real quick one of the one of the craziest ones is when we used to play up in santa barbara at casa de la raza k-type would oh, do it yes they oh, would do yeah. this yeah. contest thing oh, right yeah we would get busloads of people from ventura it was spencer the gardener five cool what raging arb and some other bands up there and they were announcing first place. And oh, second yeah. place by two tenths of a point. Raging Arb and the Redheads. Oh, no. 
Shit started breaking. Table started <laughs> flying. Window. Shelly Hart started a fight with girls. Shelly Hart. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Legend. I remember. Yeah. Oh, and we just left town. We uh, we should have left with our tail behind our legs, but we didn't. That, that, was, a cool Saturday, that, that was a Saturday night, and it. we had made it to the like finals. it was a Stroh's beer competition. Yeah. It was like thirty bands submitted, and we we made it. We like our song made it, and so then you went to this playoff thing, right? Uh-huh. And then there was like five. Five nights of four bands playing, whatever. So we we made it to the record. We got on the record. Five bands got on the record. K-Tide. So then those five bands played, and the number one band was going to go down to L.A. at some wherever. Record. And, and, yeah. And then when they announced that we didn't win, that's when shit hit the fan. <laughs> yeah. And then on Monday, on the radio station, KTYD, and on the radio station, they're like, well, you know, they probably would have won, but how the hell are you going to let that band go down to L.A. and represent Santa Barbara and Ventura? We couldn't do it. Walter Stowe was our manager then, and, he, and that guy's name was Moss Jacobs. Yeah, Moss, oh, yeah. he does big shows. And he said he was sitting there talking to Moss, and then right when the announcement went off and the, the rock <laughs> came blasting through the window, and he just looked at him, Moss Jacobs and goes, oh, my God. He just, the, the conversation just stopped. It was, <laughs> well, we were one of mm. Moss's favorite bands. Yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, hey, I'm going to shift gears real quick. So the K-Tide <laughs> thing, there yeah. was a gig in Isla Vista. Halloween gig. Raging R, we were playing. There was a local band. I think it was Five Cool What? Yeah. was playing right before us. They wouldn't stop. We were playing around this pool. Toby kicks the dude's guitar amp in the pool. <laughs> you guys are done. <laughs> They're looking at him and looking at us. You guys remember that? <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Do it over. Awesome. So right. anyway, there's a lot of them. I mean, it was, it was oh I mean, it was gnarly. So, yeah, yeah. our crew, like. Yeah. Steve Monahan. We were like, with, with the, the band's fine, but that goddamn crew that goes with them, yeah. you know. Yeah. The fans. Are, yeah, our road dogs. Gnarly. Yeah. So we were playing one time at the Strawberry Festival. Oh, nice! <laughs> and uh, dude, you know we we usually never get a, a a mosh pit, but for whatever reason, the energy was there, and as, as we were playing this song called "There's a Chance," kind of a faster ska tune, and this mosh pit started in broad and, daylight. In broad daylight, I mean, it was like dust, you know, and everything, and and it was just like I was just like, whoa, trip out on this a giant one, nice. <laughs> right? And Matt Freeman, you see this dude come over and just clock Matt Freeman. Gosh. Oh, no. And he's knocked out cold, and then Bobby stopped the, the whole thing, but uh, we never got to play the Strawberry Festival again. <laughs> it was just because, crazy. Of, because of the crowd. Because yeah. of the, yeah. the band's yeah. fine, but the crowd you yeah. guys bring. Yes. One, two. Yeah, Bobby liked JD, man. Bobby got those people. Oh, absolutely. Going, oh, yeah. <laughs> Because you've had a few different bands. That's why I can say Lion Eyes, Trouser Trouse. Yes. You've right. had a few. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, having fun, man, for sure. So, what's on the future for uh, for uh, Raging Arb? And I want to ask this question too: Are you guys the the oldest uh, living rock band still playing in Ventura? We're the second oldest of the Rolling Stones, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I think you guys are. Oh, you yeah. guys are probably the longest lasting band, Ventura band, in uh, history. I haven't thought right. about that, but no. I, I think, think yeah. well, because no, Blasters, X, yeah. all these bands have been around 45 years, and we yeah. got we got 40. 
Yeah. You know, we're still. You guys are still going. I think what helps is, you know, JD still knows how to drink. Me and our, <laughs> we, we had to give it up, dude. Me and our, you know, I've got 13 years. He's got 25. But some of us kind of shifted gears. Yeah. But if we didn't have the leader, you know yeah. what I mean? It would, we would have been done. Yeah. We can do everything, but if he's not there, we ain't doing it. Sure. You know? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but cheers, everybody. <laughs> yeah, cheers. That's just the J.D. here now. He stopped drinking for a year, dude. And he really? did it. Yeah, and he yeah. said he was going to do it, and he did it. Yeah. At the end did of that year, you know it? what I said? That was the dumbest thing I ever did. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if we played more gigs or if we, well, we did, but yeah. we just kept going. Yeah. Just checking out my willpower. Yeah. Strength. So what's in the future for you guys? We're Same thing? We're working on some stuff, some yeah. cover yeah. tunes. Yeah. Arb's going to start writing. I think if we get together and really focused. We got Guy. And you know? We yeah, could, Guy's got a studio. So. He's got a yeah. studio, so we could put some new music out. We just got to get together, hone in, and, and you know, hash out some new songs and I think yeah. you know we could knock them out in guys studio for sure we got two songs to master and we got a few yeah. more we're gonna do yeah but I mean you know when if we everyone's in it, into it I don't want to like push on anybody's feet or yeah. oh know. don't be so sensitive Arb it's uh. fine we're gonna rock it <laughs> <laughs> what's it like for you guys when you do write a new song and the first time you guys play it and then you see the crowd's reaction what's that like well, it, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. That's why. That's, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since. It's it's nerving. Do you remember? Do you remember that? Do you remember doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Not, well, well, I mean, you know, we've done covers we like that, covers. the Christmas thing we did and stuff. Uh, yeah. And when you when you share a new song, it's pretty cool to see somebody kind of you know. But most, you know, everybody they need to hear it once or twice or, or yeah, yeah. two or three times. So, but. It's fun to share it, and it's certainly fun to get to the end of the song and not mess it up, right? Cause, right, you know, yeah, because it's, it's all new, yeah. It's like, oh, shit! Well, when we did the local love project thing for Cat, we walked in. I didn't even know what song we were going to do when I walked into the studio. We didn't even have a song picked out. <laughs> we never rehearsed. It was just off the cuff and just boom. We, we, we just laid yeah. it out. Yeah, Toby rolled in the studio, let's do this song, and we just did it. And yeah, guy came in, did some, you know, dubbing some leads and stuff. Uh -huh. And uh, I think, you know, you're like you said, when you play a song, it's like the Scotty Morris's out there going, hmm. You know what I mean? The people, because you, if you were, you go, wow, that's a new song. You pay more attention. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And the crowd's just doing what they do. But yeah, yeah, it's a, it's interesting. Yes. I mean, because me and Arbor tighter than we've been in the past you know what i mean mm -hmm. just because Isn't that cool yeah Isn't that yeah. nice yeah that's awesome and, and jd we can all pretty much you know we know when each other's gonna you know trip up or not or just kind of and we fall back together yeah you know it's that magic that you were talking about mm -hmm. you know isn't that cool to be able to say that now mm. that you guys are older that you guys are tighter than you've ever been People told us at Camarillo that was the yeah. best we've ever heard. Yeah, you guys. that's great. That's a great. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> that's it's like so fine, cool. like fine wine. When you guys right. get together, you know what I mean. Lionize, everybody's gonna come to town yeah. for that. Yeah, I, that's so cool, man. I love hearing that. Because I think when you're older too, you just you get rid of all that nonsense, yeah. you know, and you yeah. just let all that shit go and move forward and I'm just still playing music with these guys that's that's all that matters to me you right. know I just want to have fun with it 
Yeah, yeah. and it's it showing gets too up serious sometimes. It, you know, mm -hmm. it, my Toby used to book the Redheads early on, and mm -hmm. he would make the flyers, and he was just personally into it. You know, somebody yeah. tear down a flyer, we're like, you know, <laughs> wanted to kick their ass. Yeah, Nickelbees. I remember Toby would book the gigs, and he's like, I'm never doing this again. He got in a fight with the bouncers. He got in a fight with Nick, and he's like, You're booking, and I started booking the band. Wow. So then from there, you know, we started learning how to do it, and then obviously. You know, doing music festivals, surf rodeo, and then the Johnny Cash thing, and yeah, it, it snowballed. Huh. You know. So JD, what's happening with uh, surf rodeo this year? We're <laughs> 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 all hurting. Um, uh, uh, I mean, in a nutshell, there were we have our usual date. And um, somebody had asked maybe if they could use that date, so we moved we moved our our event to another date, and then, unbeknownst to us, we we started talking with the state and the city and and fairgrounds, and uh, coming to realize that maybe the X Games were coming in, huh. and on that they wanted that date, and they can't they couldn't move their date because of uh, ESPN and the network. So they, once you schedule something, the network can't move. So there was no budging there. And then there was a chance maybe we were gonna collaborate and do some things together. And so time just kept clicking. And uh, so I couldn't book any bands. And you know, it did, to line up stages and audio video and fencing and all that stuff, it, you have to, pre-book that stuff yeah oh, so yeah. then it just came closer and closer to like oh shit man we gotta we gotta we gotta get out we gotta pull so we we pulled the plug um just because it was conflicting stuff hmm. and now we are uh gonna do some things and uh, <laughs> we are talking to some people about some people like surf rodeo up and down the coast so um Stay tuned. I don't uh, right here right now. I don't have anything locked, locked, locked. But uh -huh. there is some some fun for all our surf rodeo peeps to have. Yeah, and we'll probably know. I don't know. Probably in a, two weeks. Okay. So yeah, um, surf rodeo is a blast. It's I insane. Mean, yeah, it's just it's like a for everybody to get back together. It's like a high school reunion at times ten. So so can you tell like what for people listening that don't know what surf rodeo is uh could you kind of talk about what it is and what what it's all about yeah quick? um it's it's originated obviously here in ventura on pierpont beach and i've served we've all served in enough surf contests and skate contests so we put a spin on surfing where no leashes old school throwback boards red jersey you have to wear a cowboy hat blue jersey blue cowboy hat and so on and that was so unique in its uh, uh approach to surfing and uh then we started putting music on the beach jack johnson and, and a number of bands and it just caught uh like kelly slater rob machado conan hayes the malloy brothers um and the malloy brothers are really bringing up a lot of the boys, a lot of the pros and stuff, and, and they were, everybody was just digging it, drinking beer, surfing, and playing music, and surf rodeo, <laughs> boom. <So> awesome. <laughs> and it was like, 
just fucking unique. Yeah. Um, and we haven't, and we just have built upon that, or yeah. you know, the the flavor of it, and la- pretty much just laugh at yourself. We're not mm-hmm. a political statement. Mm-hmm. We're not any kind of. We're just enjoy yourself. Let's have some fun. I think that uh, that whole vibe, that whole concept of what you just said, have fun, music on the beach, surfing, drink beer. It comes across, and I'm going to maybe you guys don't know this as a, a, a artist performing at the surf rodeo, that the artists are very well taken care of, right? So that's what I experienced, that awesome. the, the people from when you, when you park your car to where you're talking to PJ and he's directing you to go to the stage Golf here, cart. everybody... Everybody is cool, man. Everybody's like, just seems so like stoked to be there, stoked to be working, um, having fun. And how do you, how do you get those people to be that way at, at the festival? That's, that's what I'm kind of, again, well, a question like, how does that, how does that work? You well, know, that's, that there and lies that our crew mm-hmm. can move mountains. I mean, we, it's all done by passion and, yeah. and, and, and spirit, and mm-hmm. and that's what it is. And it's a collective group of unique people who don't do production every day of the week. Right. They come out once a year and do a rodeo. And um, not, not everybody. I mean, there's some, you know, working pros in that group, but mm-hmm. uh, it's just, you know, we'll, we'll put our crew up against any crew, and that's... Just yeah, for spirit and passion and love and that's it. For for visionary vision, so that people can kind of imagine this that are listening to the podcast is uh, imagine uh, two big stage on a beach and a huge a gigantic bar in the probably one of the biggest <laughs> bars you've ever seen in the world's middle world's biggest beach bar world's biggest beach bar and bands. There's three stages, three stages. Yeah. Sure three stages, vendors, uh, bands constantly playing. Um, I mean, people surfing. I mean, beautiful people, cornhole. I mean, it's just an amazing, like you said, it's a giant high school reunion for me too. Um, But it's like probably the the most fun event uh, on the planet, without a doubt. Thank you. You know, yeah, it's a a pretty neat thing that, that you guys have created for sure. And I'm sitting here in the surf rodeo headquarters, man. Yeah. What's that like? Hey, guy, what <laughs> I want to add, too, I mean, have had been here and done this with JD, it yeah. starts with his vision, yeah. his, his heart, everybody that is involved, like you said, yeah. from PJ to people that have worked music stores that they just want to do this, right? have fun. They know mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. We know the connectors and the people, but... It all, everybody meets here at headquarters and JD gets on his bullhorn, has meetings. People love, 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 love. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like he said, there's some business stuff that goes down that we get to deal with. Yeah. And we get to adjust. Yeah. Or we don't. Right. You know, and he made a decision this year for not only him, his household, and each and every one of our households. Yeah. You know, but it was a decision that needed to be made. Uh Uh-huh. You know, for his vision. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You have to do it. Like, I don't like forcing stuff anymore. I've done that. Like, when you force something and try to wedge it in there. Yeah, yeah. The results usually aren't that good. So if some things come to us, which may be well or whatever, then I don't, I hate to sound evasive here, but if it feels good, do it. 
and I mean that's where we're at. Surf Rodeo deserves that. It deserves to have an open canvas to kind of work its magic on, on a beach near you. Does that does that event take all year to to plan? Yeah, it does, huh? A year oh, yeah. and a half. A year and a half. <laughs> Seriously, we don't see JD for a long time, but when we do see him, we get to play some music. Right? Yeah. People have no idea, huh? What it takes to put on an event like that. They have no clue. You're just there for the three days. And in that, they have no idea the amount of uh, logistics that go into like organizing all the bands to the vendors to the people doing this to that, the permit. Oh my God. Yeah, they don't. Dude, that's a big deal, man. That's a big one. Yeah. yeah, and JD yeah. got to mentor with Kevin Lyman from Warp Tour. They're best friends. You know yeah. what I mean? What a better example! I remember Kevin coming in the first rodeo, bringing stages, bringing bands, bringing on the beach on Pierpont, mm-hmm. and JD and we're just going, "What the heck just happened?" Yeah. yeah, no, being I mean, you know, Southern California has produced lots of great bands, lots of good production people, and the Warp Tour was started in California, so. Yeah. We've been, I mean, yeah. So getting mentored by one of the best in the music business is always helpful. Yeah. <laughs> if you could have dream, what, what, what's your, what's your guys' dream bands to have at the surf rodeo? If you guys could, if you could, you guys have any, for, for myself. Yeah. You guys Black have any crows. Black, Black crows. crows. Nice. Any, anybody um, else? Uh, but I don't Jett. know if that would be a fit. I want Joan you know Jett I mean? on the beach. Yeah, that'd be she's, cool. She's, we've done some stuff together, and she's like yeah. a friend. And uh-huh. but you know, when we were doing a rodeo, she could be in Egypt playing. I don't know, just you know. Yeah. So it's like scheduling stuff. But yeah, that'll be a fun time when that when that when that happens. Yeah. What about you, Arby? Yeah, that's yeah. a rough one for me. Yeah, because yeah, I, yeah. I just there's yeah. so much there's talent so, out yeah. there that I. I would like to see, but mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody else is into that, uh-huh. you know, but. Right, right. What about you, Guy? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, stick figure. Nice. All my uh, son's into them. He Revolution. Them. I like all those bands. The specials. Oh, oh there you go. That's right. They came to the theater one time, <laughs> man, and I was like, right? specials. Yeah, that would oh, be what's pretty his sick. his name just passed, right? Yeah. You know, those kind of, those kind of yeah. bands would be fun. Wait, we were talking to the specials at one point. Yeah. Yeah. For, oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, that would be that would Yeah, be and cool. you ended up getting, um, whatchamacallit, our first year at the English Pier. English Yeah, them, but that other band, the first year at the Pier. That I one can't remember. That's so far, that's so long yeah. ago, it's like four years ago. <laughs> how many How many surf rodeos have there been now? Oh, man. Marty, you got that? Uh, give, me a, give me a second. At least 10, over 10? Took a little break too. Oh man! Uh, oh, he's looking up here. I think we did five, yeah. five and seven. Thirteen. Thirteen. Thir- Thirteen rodeos. Wow, yeah. that was awesome. You, we, I mean, the great results happen because of so much hard effort and stuff put forward, and uh-huh. um, and you try to dress a beach up with such Western flavor, and then the spirit of the people come out with that same energy, yeah. right? You know, so. It, it's not so, it, the set dressing and all that's one thing. The bands are one thing, but the crowd, you know, the passion that right, that they bring. So, 
it transfers over to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. The other cool thing that, that is neat about Surf Rodeo is the diversity of, of musical acts that you guys get, you know, that it, it appeals to so many people from country to reggae to ska to hard rock to country. You know, it's just, it's pretty cool how you guys do that. You know, that's a pretty neat thing. So Ross, you do other uh, events as well. And uh, so what do you do? So, you know, back in the day, and I did a, an event called the Johnny Cash Music Festival. I worked with Cindy Cash, one of um, my friends, kind of got with the family. Her name was Jackie, and got with the family and uh, got this going, you know. And she says she got me and J.D. together, said, hey, this is what I want to do. J.D. was with Kevin doing his movie, so I kind of stuck with it. And we called it the Johnny Cash Music Festival. We worked with Cindy Cash. And one of my, you know, selfish things was I hired Robert Gordon, King of Rockabilly. You know, <laughs> we were doing this stuff, and it was a good fit. You know what I mean? And at the end of that, we did nine years. I think we did this when JD was taking a break from rodeo. So mm -hmm. I learned from him what to do, what not to do, and to gate things and how to do it. You know, and learned mm -hmm. a lot. Kevin chimed in, and just a lot of people to help out. And after nine years, nobody's making fucking money. You know? I mean, I, one of the things I hold the torch to JD's wife, Amber, she's a freaking saint, dude. I mean, I've gone through at least three relationships in nine years in music festivals just because. You know what I mean? JD's still married. That's number one right there. I, you know That's awesome, I mean? yeah. And me and him grew up best friends, and to watch that still happen, uh -huh. you know what I mean? And yeah. Mickey, too, with Arb. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mickey just jumps in yeah, but yeah. I, after nine years you know i get i got to meet you know from reverend horton he to the blasters los yeah. lobos all the bands that we grew up loving and becoming friends i mean robert gordon's calling me and jd on christmas saying merry yeah. christmas nice you know just fun stuff uh -huh. but uh you know it all comes back to rodeo uh -huh. you know what i mean and playing music with the redheads you say the bands come in they know how to be treated because we know how we want to be treated exactly huh you know what i mean so when exactly. they come into rodeo backstage the funny thing with me when i would tell my security hey if somebody sneaks backstage i want to know because i want to buy that kid a beer and give him a taco and let him feed him you know yeah. like we do at rodeo because that Brownie was points. That hey, was pretty good. If you can freaking sneak backstage, dude, you're going to eat. Because that's your best marketing. He's going to tell all of his buddies he snuck in, and they're all going to come next year and try to sneak dude, in. Dude, right? I love that. Why don't, that. See, that's insane. Yeah. That's so cool. Because we were those kids at the bowl. Right. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. And Lowell George's daughter's backstage and getting in a limo, getting the ride to Ventura. Little feet. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Just that should be the caption. Surf Rodeo. Don't buy a ticket. Sneak <laughs> in. Free taco and beer. <laughs> if you make it. If you make if it. If you make it. <laughs> Bruises and bumps. Yeah. Nah, some good stuff. Learned a lot. You are, you, I mean? are you doing any other events? Like, I... I yeah, we help out uh, Tori with surf with uh, Chopper Fest. Chopper Fest, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, I, I help him with the talent book uh -huh. there, and JD kicks in, and uh, I'm helping... Uh, John. John from Spencer McKenzie's the Throwdown tournament this year. Right. You know. When that, is that? It's uh, August 25, 26, and 27. Okay. And he hit me up because he's going in the fairgrounds, and that's where I've done all my stuff. And he mm -hmm. said, hey, I want your help. I go, bro, I don't want to work that hard. <laughs> We're going to play it, too. Yeah. Red, redheads are going to play that. I said, I'll book the band. So he said, I want Redheads to play, and you book the rest of the bands. And I said, okay, I'll talk to J.D. 
Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and you're playing, obviously. Yes, the Stoneflies are playing Stoneflies. it as well. Yeah, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. 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 So I brought in all of our boys yeah. that we know from rodeo and what we're doing, mm-hmm. you know. We know that you're going to show up and kick some ass. How many, how many people do you think have uh, spurred their relationships from your guys' shows or have gotten married, do you think, and had mm-hmm. kids from... from being at your guys' shows. How, how, can you guys name any? My son. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? So I'll, well, I'll let you guys think about that for a second. I'm going to well, tell you guys something. Well, that's Mothers great. Against Drunk Drivers used to come to our shows at Charlie's. Oh, yeah? To stop what we were doing. Uh-huh. How Bill Osi wrote about it once. So, so I'll let you guys think about that for a second. But listen to this. So, like, we were playing a show. And uh, this is years later, you know. Uh, 10, 15 oh, years shit. later, right? And no, it's not that going that route. But uh, Bobby. Th- this, this, uh, this, uh, this happened a couple times. These people come up and they're all, "Hey, um, I met my wife at your show, and these are our kids, and we're um, they they love the music too." And 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 I'm like, "Awesome, you know." And you see them in the crowd, and the kids are singing the songs too. How fun. So, do you see what I'm saying? They met yeah. at your gig, got yeah. married, have babies. They're at your show. That's, at show. that's pretty special. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure that's happened for you guys as well. It's, it's, it's for sure, right? Yeah. Can you guys yeah, think of that? Yeah. And again, your music was more love. <laughs> we have more fights and bitterness, and you know, at the end of the night. <laughs> well, one, but, of the, one of the things uh, that. I wanted to tell you guys is that you know what a what a blessing that you guys are still playing yeah you know that your band well, is still you. playing thank you uh what a, a blessing to have you guys still playing in ventura and how many people love your band hmm. and um still come to your shows they're yeah. all uh, a lot of them are gray yeah like yeah. like us but i mean what an honor yeah right yeah, I mean, what an honor to be able to still be playing music. Yeah, thanks for you, the reminder. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. and then too, I think the same about you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Looking, yeah. looking at you and your blue eyes, I remember when I met you, I go, fuck, I thought I had blue eyes. This motherfucker's good looking right here. <laughs> Cheers, man. Cheers. But no, it's, it goes both ways. Yeah, man. yeah. It's, it's, you guys were just as big part of the scene as we were. Yeah, I mean, you it, know, it's it, it takes the whole village it's, for sure. I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, I, a lot of people don't realize this. Um, uh, you know, being a musician and just to be able to go to a club doesn't matter where it's at a little restaurant or a little dive bar or a big big stadium or a big theater. How much of an honor that is just to be up there on that stage. Yeah. playing right yeah i mean that's what it's all about you know and with our idols i mean i'm sure you guys have opened for back some bands and just oh. like oh my god yeah absolutely you know? and that's what it's about at the end of the day we get to play with the people that we look up to exactly you know yeah it's pretty awesome well you guys i uh i hope the best for you guys it's been a super good time talking to you guys here and yeah, hanging out with you well. and and uh i I hope the best for you guys. So um, any last words that you guys would like to say before we go? Um, just thank you for doing this. This is, yeah. you know, it's very cool. It's, yeah, man. Uh, when I when I was uh, texting uh, 
you guys, you know, immediately, you know, you guys were like, let's do it. So I was pretty stoked, man. Thanks, guys. Yeah. It's, it's great to be sitting here with the Redheads and you. Right. You Thanks, know, man. Four band members that have been to a lot of gigs. Yes. And uh, it's good yeah. to sit here and talk about them. Yeah. Well, we'll have to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I think the roots are so deep on this table right here. I mean, especially with your mom being a teacher, you know what I mean? Yeah. And everybody knowing your mom and yeah. JD's mom, my dad, <laughs> Arb's mom and right. just stuff. And there we yeah, have yeah. a lot to be yeah. grateful for. Yeah. You know what I mean? What a what an amazing town too. Yeah. You know, uh, Ventura. I mean, that how lucky are we to be able to have grown up here? Yeah. And um, so you know, I live in uh, in Kernville on the Kern River, you know, yeah. and I've been, been there for 20 years, but I still come back to this place. Yeah. And I'm just like, this place is badass. It's so yeah. bitching. You know, like today I was teaching, you know, people how to fly fish in the surf this morning. Amazing. And it's just so badass. I'm standing in the water. And I'm like, look at this place, man. Seriously, <laughs> you know. It's, we are so blessed. We too. take it for granted when we're here all the time. But, man, going up there and then coming back here, yeah, I get, get the best of both worlds, yeah. you know. But, Definitely um, count your blessings. Yeah. You know, so thank you. There's some humbling things in life that will make you do that. Yeah. I, I say out of this, we should put together another gig with uh, Lion Eyes and Redheads. All right. And just do it again. Let's do it, man. Because we're all still kicking. Game on. <laughs> Sounds good, you guys. Hey, thanks so much for being here, you guys. Thank and you, brother. Thanks You're for the welcome. Thanks thank for you. the invite here to Surf Rodeo headquarters, man. Yeah. This place is cool. Much love. Love you, brother. All right. Love, love you guys. Thank you. Peace. It's a guy jeans podcast.